to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Big Mike's here. How you doing? Brother Bob's here. How's it going? Silent Ron's here. Hello. Tonight we have special guests. Mike's wife, Tisha's here. Hey guys. Bob's wife, Rose, is here. Hello. Silent Ron's wife, Silent Karen's here. Hi. And my wife, Melissa's here. Hello. Mike, would you like to read our Bible verse? Sure. Corinthians 16, 13. Uh, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Tonight's topic is how has God changed you? And we have crickets <laughs> on an audio podcast with lots more people than normal. We wanted to do a couples episode for a long time. Didn't ever work out scheduling-wise. And then, so instead of, like, dive deep into stuff, I just figured, throw it out there. When can we get together? Let's do this. And then I asked Mike, what should we talk about? And then I texted the normal guys group, but I didn't text the women group. That did not go well. <laughs> yeah. No. I was but you ladies did find out the Bible verse before the guys did, though. Yes, we did. That's very nice of you. I was tired of getting beat up. <laughs> Wanted to walk straight to work. <laughs> so it's a blanket question, really. Yep. Here, I'll ask you another one. Rose, how has God changed me? He's changed your attitude about all the things in lo- in the world. You don't need them anymore. That you are kinder to people than you used to be. That's you don't get so mad when things don't work out. If you would just pray, that would be better. But at least it's work and effort. <laughs> she said that you're kinder. That might be debatable. By whose standard? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, trust me, he's, he's kinder. I would have to agree with that. But Bob's we, kinder? Yeah, me and Karen or, would probably definitely have to agree with that. Bob's done us a solid, and uh, we definitely appreciate him for it. So, I would agree with that. I'm in agreement. I'm also in agreement, because uh, I think Bob lives out, I'm just going to add, since we're talking about Bob, I think he lives out his faith, and one of the ways he does that is by loving on others. And I don't think you have to be in his circle to be loved on by Bob. Um, He he and Rose are both very free about how they love on people, and um, it is really something that I watch and I honor and I aspire to be. Absolutely. You all are there. Oh, absolutely, you guys are there. I mean... You welcomed us into your all's family. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> our small group is our family and so. stuff. Yeah. Mike, what about you? As far as how has God changed me? Or Tisha, whichever. Mike's going to need some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's funny because, of course, like you had reached out for, you got any ideas on this? And then I shot this at you. And, and, and I think at first it was selfish. Because when it first came out, I was like, well, honestly, who's, who's better to talk about how God's changed me 
than the person who knows me the best, who stood beside me in my worst times, and who's pushed me more towards my faith than anybody. Um, and then as I thought about it more and more, I was just like, well, wait a minute, you know, what about all of the ways that God has changed her that I've been blessed enough to see? And I mean, it was pretty quick. And that's where my mind's been going. Like from when I texted you and thinking that that was like my first thought, unfortunately was being selfish, but it kind of quickly changed. And I, I know it was God on my heart to say, what about all of these things you've experienced with her? Because to me, they're more monumental than anything that I've done because I wasn't the spiritual leader. Mm -hmm. She was. I wasn't the one leading our children to Christ. She was. I wasn't the one leading myself to Christ. She was. And in, and, and again, through all of those things and some horrible, horrible stuff that, I mean, I've talked about on here, um, you know, as far as being deceitful and lying to her and, 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 and breaking that trust, you know, um, to where at that point in myself and my walk, it was, what's the big deal? It's just this. It's not like I cheated, but again, I had a sin scale in my own heart and this isn't as bad as this, but it all is right. because that, that thing that I lied about and that thing that I deceived and I, you know, that broke that trust was just as bad as if I had walked out on her in our marriage and went with another lady, you know, and whatever. But I had to also gain that favor back and walk through that. And that was something that before her walk with Christ, she never would have been able to do. If it had been, I would say not even 10, but five years before that, we wouldn't be sitting here. I mean, because she she had been devastated before in a relationship and lied to and all of these things. And um, so to see that working God took me, you know, a long time to be able to see and recognize. So I know that's just one of the many ways that he's changed her. Um, he's also put her in a spot and, and to where she's had to forgive. And not just me, but people in her life that the stories she could tell that to this day hearing it just makes my blood boil and, and truly want to reach out and choke somebody. I mean, mm -hmm. is all I can say. Mm -hmm. um, but to get to that point and, and to say, I've finally been able to forgive this person, like took my breath away because it's like, I, I haven't. And I don't even know them. I just know what they did. Right. And that's all it takes for me. Because, of course, we've talked about it again. Whatever you want to say to me, whatever you want to do to me, however you want to treat me, that's fine. Here's another story sitting next to me. Right. You say something bad about her, you're going to walk on stage and smack somebody. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, sure everybody's wondering when we're recording this. Everybody knows that that was but uh, so I've got to just see these beautiful things, and um, I think probably one of the hardest things that she's done that that God's changed in her life was um, being able to hand over the reins of being the spiritual leader of our home, and it wasn't because she was trying to maintain or, or grip onto it. It was again a huge, huge 
trust thing. Because it's a, I think it's an issue of not, I've been doing this so long, what makes you think you're good enough, or anything like that. But it was having to pray about it herself, to have God give her the answer of saying, look at these things, look at how far he's come, and everything like that, which of course to me means the world, just because knowing where I was, right. but it, it means, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it, it, to me, anything and everything I do, is, is it's all Christ, and I know it is with her as well, but you know, when it's your, your, your spouse and everything, you have such a pride in everything that they do, because to me, she's the best at everything. I mean, she's the, the smartest, prettiest, you know, most, just everything. It, she's my world, you know, and, and, and everything. So I think that um, being able to now, in my walk, because of God, be able to see the things that he's changed, not just in my life, but in her life, and in her, has been so wonderful. And um, just to be able to have my eyes open to it, you know, because, I mean, the the some of the worry, some of the, the fret, some of the trying to, um, we were both bad about, and I will, she would, pro- would probably admit this, if not, I might get hit, but, um, that <laughs> she, we were both bad, but I think she was a little worse on the, let's give it to God, but wait, this one, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this one back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh, yeah. take care of this. I was a take back see with God. I gave it to God. On my knees, gave it to God. Then I take it back and worry about it. And then I give it to God. Take it back and worry about it. But that plays into some of your trust. So forgiveness was one of the things that I felt about myself that God has changed in me for sure. Even when we first got married, I was not quick to forgive you. And there were different things that we've encountered in our marriage, regular, normal married stuff. But times that were hurtful, Maybe you hurt my feelings or something. I know nobody can picture that that knows him now, but there was there was a time. And uh, I would I remember one time we had a, just a ridiculous fight. I don't you know, and it had es- we had allowed it to escalate for whatever reason. Um, and I was in my closet on my knees just praying. And he was so angry, and I could hear the anger in his voice. What are you doing? And he sees that I'm in my closet on my knees praying and he drops to his knees and, um, and he prays with me and he said, I'm so sorry. We should have taken this to God. So I think there are moments, I think there are moments that I know, I know it's not in me to forgive and to love on people the way I do. It is, it is God. And it is, um, you were talking about submission. That was one for me submission and um, trust. What I didn't realize at that time was that submission was teaching me trust and trusting. God was teaching me to trust my husband so I could fully trust God, you know, and I didn't realize it wasn't even, I didn't realize that I wasn't saying, God, I'm putting you in a box that's Tisha size instead of the big God that you are, the God that can do all things. Um, Instead of God, you're holding the box that, yeah. that I'm in. Yeah, so um, I think that learning to submit was big for me in the in my trust of God, in my trust of um, 
just those around me as well. My resources that God has given me, which would be um, the church, wherever that takes place. And then my, um, my small groups and my connections and everything. Because sometimes you're mentoring and sometimes you're being mentored. And sometimes you're just partnering. But either way, it is just a beautiful tapestry of, of loving God, being faithful to God, and understanding uh, God's magnificence. And that, that God's offering this loving kindness that sometimes comes with a righteous hand. And I used to like the loving kindness. I didn't want the righteous hand. And I even appreciate that. Because... The more, the more I fall in love with my Savior, the more I realize it's all necessary. And it's all for my good. And for Karen's good. And for Melissa's good. And for Rose's good. And, you know, everyone at this table. But I'm picking the women because of that I love to lift up women. But, um, so, I think those are a, couple, a few of my big ones that, that I felt as well. So I'll throw one out for Mike since he didn't speak for himself so we can move on to... Um, I believe that in watching my husband's faith grow, not only, I'll do a short list, but not only is he more patient, he's always been kind, but he's kind in a new way now. He's kind in a godly way instead of a Mike's a good guy way. And I just kind of learned within the last few years the difference between a do-gooder and a good doer. Mm-hmm. Do-gooders are taking the photos and they're like, hey, guess what I just did? I'm a good guy. You know, or did I get credit for that? And, um, you know, good doers, that bubbles up from, that bubbles up from your fruits of the Spirit. That bubbles up from the Holy Spirit in your life. And so um, I've watched that change in my husband and um, and I've watched him mentor our youngest son. And I know he wishes he could go back and mentor our older sons the way he is with Brett, but it's still beautiful to me. It's beautiful that they make time for study. It's beautiful that he's trying to guide him and teach him how to be a man of God and how to lead his home. Um, and I think that he is just, he is more, he is more of everything that, that I ever had before. And it is just such a, a blessing, such a beautiful gift from God that I get to whatever amount of time I still have left, that I get to watch this man and his work. And sometimes it's hard for me to understand because, you know, men of God, we had talked about it, Ronnie, off, off air. Um, but we had talked about as a wife of a man of God, sometimes you go, man, I love that my husband loves God. But man, I hate that he's always doing something, you know, and it's God's work. And, and then I have to put myself in check and go, wait, he's doing God's work. Like, who am I to get in the way of that? And I think certainly there's balance. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have some balance, but, but it's just, that's a good problem to have. So um, I'm blessed to be along for the ride. And I'm blessed to be protected and loved and uh, in the way that I am that, that God has allowed. So Tisha agrees with Mike. I do, and I thought I was disagreeing. <laughs> you were hoping. You know, you, you were saying that Mike would like to go back and mentor his older sons. Why does he, he doesn't have to go back to do that. He can do it yeah. as mentoring young men now. I mean, and showing them and showing them what he used to be like 
and how it should be now in I, God's way. I agree with you. I agree with you, Bob. And I do think he is trying. I think he reaches out. I think the benefit of having a child in your home still is that you have every day with them. Right. You have everyday life experiences that you get to go, even though this day was bad, we're still going to take it to God. You know, and we're going to thank God for it. But, but I agree. I think... The reason I say that is because I didn't mentor my sons when they was young in, in a godly manner. It was, it was when they were pretty well... Kenny was still younger, but Bob was a teenager when I actually got saved. And, you know, but I feel that uh, I've mentored him enough that uh, it actually it actually stepped him into God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can do the same thing with your older sons. I mean, yeah. Because they're still your sons. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, no, no matter whether this, they're six years old or however old they are now, you know, you can still mentor them and show them the way. And that's and that's that goes with not only them, but any young man out there. Yeah. Their and friends daughters. Yeah, and daughters. daughters. Yes, and you daughters. You can mentor your daughters. You can. I'll help that boy. <laughs> How about the silent couple? <laughs> silent so Ron. Silent Karen. Anybody? I wouldn't know where to start on that. What was the question again? <laughs> How has God changed my life? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's working on me, I guess. I don't. I have to work on this patience thing still, like everybody else. Yeah. You know, I'm learning, but I do feel a lot happier. I don't feel no more stress as much. You know, I'm hoping Karen doesn't. I try, I used to try to take all the stress from Karen and put it on myself because she put so much on herself. So I try to take that, and now if I can still take that from her, then I can just give it to him. Mm-hmm. Since since I have been saved or we have been saved, I don't feel the stress level nowhere near as much. I look at people in a different eye, you know. You know, I if I was to look at this one person and they irritate me, now I look at them and all I do is just smile and you know, gra- grateful that you know I know them. I guess you know our podcast was forgiveness and stuff like that. Just what a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that night, for the first time after 20 years, you know, I said I forgave that guy that I couldn't stand for 20 years. I wouldn't have done that without him. No way. Right. You know, because 20 years I held a grudge, Mm -hmm. you know. But until that moment, that podcast that night, it didn't dawn on me until then to forgive. So I know he's changed my heart, you know. I I don't think I've ever been really a bad person, so to say. But I did have an attitude, and I could hold a grudge, ask Bob. But, um, oh, you're not alone, because yeah, Mike can yeah. hold a grudge, too. Yeah, so, but since <laughs> since being saved, you know, I look at all that stuff back then and think it was crazy. It was unhealthy. You know, it wasn't worth it. And now that he's with me, like y'all said, I just if I have an issue, I just sit there and tell myself it'll work itself out. You know, I've I've never been one to stress about money ever, and Karen's always been that person, and I try to take that burden from hers. You know, but I guess 
that's about where I'm at on that stuff. So, you know, I thank God that he is with me because it does feel like every morning when I wake up, I don't have no weight on me no more. You know, how the day is going to go, who I got to interact with. I just, I guess it's the love side because I don't hate. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not afraid to go out there and get, like I'm going to get mad at somebody. You know, don't get me wrong, I get irritated. You know, who doesn't? Right. But then you look at the situation after you get irritated and think, well, that was crazy to get irritated over that small thing. Especially if you handled that situation in the wrong way. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've, I've done I, that several times. Trust I, me. Really. I, try, I try to look at the situation before I open my mouth. Sometimes that don't happen. <laughs> but, you know, after I say something, he hits me. And I can't help myself but to go back and apologize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, which is you huge know. because there's a difference. He's always hit you just before you didn't feel it. Right. You know, or you didn't acknowledge it or, you know, but now not only, yeah, not only <laughs> yeah. are you feeling it more because he is in your heart, you're actually doing something to make it different and to make yourself different. So that's where I'm at. So, in other words, you're just saying you like the rest of us. You're a work in progress. I am. I am a work in progress. I, right. Yeah. I, we're, what, how long have we? Not a year yet, has it, I don't think. No. So, you know, I'm sure there's still a lot of stuff i got to work on. But with him with me, I don't think I'll have a problem. Hey. 23 years and still still a work in progress. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. The person that tells you they got it figured out is lying to you. Yes. Yeah. If they say they got it right, mm-hmm. they need to step back and be like, oh, yeah, I'm still a work in progress because I just lied. Yeah. Karen, you got anything? Um, I think I'm more patient. And I think I've always been kind. You have. But, um... Except for behind closed doors. <laughs> I feel yeah. that one. We Just are. kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't you got stripes that. on your back, too? Yeah. Actually, I have a little bit of my dad. I've been known to throw a mower across the yard. So <laughs> well, we, I, I do have a temper. We I do have a temper. But uh, I chose my fruit of the spirit this year to work on was patience. And boy, has it tested me. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, <laughs> but um, I just, I'm at peace. Most of the time, I'm at peace every day. And if she isn't, we have a talk, don't we? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She don't like those talks because most of the time she has to swallow the pride. Yes. And I have to say you were right. <laughs> so obviously submission has also been worked on. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I have to, I've been trying to work on trying to, I can't control anything. It's mm-hmm. not me controlling it. So, That's so hard. You know, I'm trying to just loosen that grip. Loosen that grip and um, whatever happens, what happens. That day or whenever. Whenever she gets irritated, she'll look at me or yell at me or something. I'm like, Karen, calm down. It will work itself out. This is not... I was like, who do you give it to? (laughs) She tells me, and then we move on. And the quicker you learn, don't take it back. It's so much easier. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) If you 
you figure out how to you quickly do that, that let, let us know because we'd like to put if it you out. Give it somewhere. Your password, God keep it. Yeah. Yes. If you get that awesome. one figured out, I want to I want to text because I'm gonna post it on Facebook <laughs> later. Everybody right. know. <laughs> Karen, do you feel like you have more joy yes. in your life? Because yes. I know doing Bible study with yes. you, I think I see a lot of joy bubble up out of you, yeah. and, and you're even in a hard season. Yeah, definitely. And, and so. I think it's beautiful to watch that you have joy in a hard season yeah. of life. But I was also given that gift to be with my dad, and I was there when he took his last breath. So mm-hmm. that in itself is is a blessing, and that's joyful, because I know where he's at, because mm-hmm. he decided to, four days before that to go with Jesus. So I know mm-hmm. where my dad's at. Wonderful. So, you just know that you're going to see him again? Uh, yeah, I'm going to see him again. That makes it a whole lot and, easier. Uh, it was just... Yeah. It was a, a pleasure to be with him. Melissa, you want me to go? Yeah, I'll check out. Okay. <clears throat> How has God changed you or changed me? Either or. Um, Me-wise? <laughs> What'd you say? I said you took the safe route. Oh. Well, I, I, I think they're, I think they're both difficult to see because me, I don't look inward anyway. A lot. I agree. Me either, Ronnie. I agree. You don't. <laughs> and I like I'm not looking for that. Um, and I always thought the, it'll be what it'll be is like a show of weakness and not have that bulletproof vest on. Now, like Ron and everybody else at this table, I'm a work in progress on that. But like a lot of things, I think I handle a lot differently than when you and I first got together. 100%. Um, 100% she says just in case yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say he softened you oh he yeah he did soften me a lot yeah especially within that first three months probably of following and going back because crying was a showing of weakness too and it it wasn't even at sermons where I bawled like a three-year-old that needed to change the diaper, but like even a song on the radio in the car or watching a movie or towards you even, I would say. I mean, I've always not gaggingly like Mike and Tisha, but like I've always... But like I've always held you on a pestle. Like Ron said, like I tried to take your burdens onto mine, so you didn't have any. And then, yeah, and then I don't. uh, I wasn't very good at giving those to you either. During that time, yeah. Still, maybe. Maybe, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Because it was, I think before, it was more 
we're doing this together. We said it. But then after it was more of a interlocking, we're doing it together. No matter what it was, it could have been decisions like life altering decisions or it could have been as simple. Well, not really, because I give you three options to eat. But, <laughs> but like, about the kids, even. You know, like, before it was my way or your way or the highway, right? With whatever sets of, ki- of kids that we were talking about. Correct, yeah. And then afterwards, it was more of a, a softer conversation instead of slam doors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, conversation instead of fight. Yeah, I mean, it, or it, argument. It, yeah, you know, yeah. I would say, whatever. I would say some of those conversations still ended into arguments, but it was more of a softer argument instead of slam door. Because I'm one who blows up and slams the door and gets away because I know how my temper is. So, like, even if I just drove through the park and then came back, but. Since then, like, I don't, my boiling point isn't as hot as Your it used to be. Your fuse has gotten longer? Uh, a little bit, yeah. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. It ain't got longer, just burns slower. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Do you feel like you love her more like Jesus loves the church than you used to love her like she belonged to you? Yeah, I think so. Maybe I don't show it as much, but. I'm seeing some changes, so I'm. I'm wondering if... Like, I think the love is deeper for her, me, than it was, like, before. Not saying it was, because my past hasn't always been great in relationships. So before, I think I saw it as a possession, even though it was her opinion and and she was a person. But I, I think I looked at it more like property instead of an actual being person that talked back. She was before. a companion instead of a partner? Yeah. That was probably better way yeah. of putting it. Yeah. Now it's your turn. Ronnie, how do you think <laughs> Melissa has changed? Just start it off. <clears throat> has she changed? Cause see, how has that changed, Melissa? See, this is the hard part for me because she was already there. And going to church and... I was at church. I was not there, but... Right. I know, but you were attending before I was. So you were praying that one day I would attend. And probably other people as well. But... I know having... Like Ron said about Karen to you, like... She's nice and shy and, and whatever outside, but as soon as that door closes, then it's like hell on wheels, kind of, you know? I'm not afraid. But, it, it, but since then, since we've both been attending and doing our walk together, it hasn't been that as much. Because your fuse has always been there, but it's always been wet. So it's slower to burn than whatever. So, uh, um, 
Well, because I, and I know too, one of the things they didn't mention, I don't, I don't know if you feel the same. I know with Tisha, one of her things is her, um, her trust circle has opened to where before mm-hmm. like, huge issues with having friendships with other women. I mean, yeah. really, I mean, was, I mean, had like one really good friend her whole life that was a female. Always got along better with guys and, you know, and whatever. But now that has completely changed. I mean, that is something that, like, she never would have opened up to before. Like, I know, Rose, you've talked about before, you know, that circle very, very, very tight. And that's, you know, a big, big thing that I've seen with her. And I would say probably the year, last year and a half. I mean, yeah. it has just, like, blossomed. Like, Quadrupled or, or more. I mean, because again, you're talking about what from one to multiple people of, of letting in and trusting and, and yeah, you know, stuff like that. Well, I know trust has, is a big, it's a big issue, issue yeah. with you, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying it's not fully 100%, but I think it's more unguarded, maybe putting yourself vulnerable out there more often than what you did? I try. It's hard. <laughs> right. You're doing a good job. All you are trying, and it, mm-hmm. you were doing a great job. Okay. Absolutely. How about you? You're the only one here yeah. that has notes, buddy. Well, I kind of didn't. I did what God give, gave me. Okay. So well, that's, fine. That's, that's fine. Hey, Go for that. It. That works, too. That's the best way. <laughs> Um, I said that God gave me peace. Um, that's ultimately what I came to church for or were seeking was peace. Um, he's given me patience. Yeah, because you're married to me. <laughs> but, I, yeah. but I think he gave you patience too because you had to, you bore a lot of the weight of other people's actions. Uh-huh. Yeah. Even though you weren't going to church then, but yeah. Um, and then empathy towards others. <laughs> so I'm like listing off. Just I sound like I'm just reading a list, but um, he's given me hope of eternal life. Um, because I know my time here on earth is short, but um, I know that I will live forever in heaven. Mm-hmm. And then he blessed me with great friends who I consider family. As we do. That's another thing for me and Karen. Our circle of friends have gotten huge. Mm-hmm. Friends, which we consider family. You know, I'm still gonna I guess it's more more family than friends. I guess for me, I can't speak for Karen, but you know, because I don't know her girls as well as she does. But Karen loves them. Yes, <laughs> I speak for her. Yes. Um, I'm just I agree. <laughs> friends for some reason I you know always forgave I've, I've never been the one to really hate a lot like I said that one person was the one I've had some 
times where I didn't like them for a little while, but got over it. But for the most part, I, I used to think of myself as very gullible. Because I'd always look at somebody and see the good in them. And then when they did bad, I'm like, man, I didn't even see that. Just couldn't even see it. You know, so that's something I still work on. So, but Sorry, Ron. It was on you. Well, it wasn't on me. <laughs> I, I agree with you because I think that the friendships are deeper. These are people that are going to be with you through cancer scares, through the loss of a parent, through um, struggling with a child, through losing children sometimes. And then, you know, I, I have weathered so many things with some really beautiful women and men that these are the people you do want by your side. These are the people you want lifting you up because they are just pointing you back to the cross when, when maybe I don't feel like I'm walking as firmly because I'm just overwhelmed. They just go ahead and lock arms with me and go, that's okay. I'm going to, I'm going to walk you right up to the cross so that God's glory can shine right on you. And, and I'm going to love on you in the meantime in the Valley. And it's amazing. When you got a guy that you need help, he knows nothing, but he's still willing to come hold a flashlight for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a friend. <laughs> Them other people you're talking about, they're just acquaintances. They're not and friends. and I, I didn't know that until after. And I got, you know, a, I got a lot of acquaintances, but I, do. I definitely got a lot of friends now. Yeah. And I, I think I'm on the opposite side because you guys get excited about that part. But the part I get excited about is like the be putting back in check part. Right? The real back in. So you're on the road and all of a sudden you cross that center line or go on a shoulder and you hear the boom, 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 boom. Then you have those people that pull you back. And that brings me more peace than the other part, just for the simple fact that I don't feel as alone myself anymore to where it's always on me, even if it's on cruise control. Like, yeah, that's another good thing on my side. I always thought it was me. I had to do it all. Mm -hmm. If somebody needed help, I did it. If I needed something, I did it. I didn't ask for help. Yeah. Did I? No. no. And Karen used to yell at me all the time, why are you doing that for them? Because they won't do it for you. Every time you go and help, and you need help, nobody comes and helps you. Why do you keep doing it? And I'm like, I can't help myself. This is who I am. I was like, just because they don't help me, you know, I cannot not go help them. It's, it's, it's not who I am, you know, but... And it used to bother her all the time. And it bothered me to a point, but now it doesn't bother me at all. Right. You know, it doesn't bother me at all. Because now I know if I do need help, like I said, somebody come hold a flashlight, don't know nothing what I'm doing, but he'll hold the flashlight. Henry, I know you need to see in the dark. Yeah. That's all I know. You know, and if I need something out, you know. He said be the light. I will be the light. So that that's another part of the changing, you know. Now I'm going to go back to you, though, Bob. 
Why is that? Because you were the first question, and you diverted that question to Rose without answering the question. <laughs> That's right. That's pretty slick. <laughs> you thought I didn't notice. What do you want to know? How's God changed you? I don't know. You don't know? How has he changed you? Some of us have told you. I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to answer that question with asking one. Now, uh, well, I know he's changed my heart, you know. I... Like I said, like she said, I was not a very pleasant man sometimes. I was... To me, you were. Yes. Not to everybody. Yeah, because you knew better. Right. You better. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I was I was the type of guy that, you know, if I seen somebody in trouble, I'm like, you got yourself there. Get yourself out. I'm not going to help you, you yeah. know. It's not my problem. It's not my problem. I didn't do it. I ain't even, I'm not even going to try to tackle it for you. Right. That was my attitude. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I met her. See, the thing is, is she's been safe since since she was eight years old. You know, granted, she's had a rough life. She's had a lot of things go on in her life. And, but, see, and she doesn't like talking about herself either. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, uh, <clears throat> Like I said, she she's had a rough. She's had a rough life. You know, she she grew up poor like everybody did. But uh, she's had God. She's had God ever since she was eight years old. So been my best friend. She's been worldly poor. Yes. but not godly yeah. poor. Right. But don't get me wrong. She still no. Yeah, I'm she still you. had a hard time forgiving people. Yeah. yeah. Never for, I never had trouble forgiving people. I just never went back to the situation that could put me in the same situation that I had gotcha. to forgive them for. Yeah. Right. So, there's so, a difference. So, Rose, being saved so young, can you identify how you have changed? Because, you know, like, when you're saved as an adult, you go, this is how I was, and this is how I am, but is well, there... Well, I can say that when I first got saved at eight years old, I was all in it for God, and I I wanted to learn as much as I could, and I went to um, vacation Bible schools. I went to, we had this Miss Reed who, she done um, Thursday night uh, Bible studies with us, and so I'd done all I could to learn about God. It was all in or nothing. And then when I turned about 15 and a half, I kind of walked away. Because I got with the wrong person, and she and a couple other friends weren't such the right people that I should have been hanging out with, but I didn't have a lot of friends, so I went with them, and I'd done some stupid stuff, but every time I'd done the stupid stuff, I knew I was doing it, so I would pray, like, I don't know if you should say anything with it. I did a lot of stupid stuff, and I should have used precautions, but I did not. But I would pray and ask God to please never let nothing happen that would make me not be able to find the man I was supposed to marry and have children with and live with for the rest of my life. So I prayed every time. Every time that we were in the vehicle with drinking and driving or any stupid stuff, I would pray that we'd all be okay. So I always knew that there was things that I didn't, I 
So back in before before I started doing stupid saying, there were so many things that were happening in my life that were so ugly. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Understood. So with that being said, when I've done the stupid things, God laid it on my heart to be able to forgive all the stupid things for them people. Because I, he loved me so much. He forgave me for messing up my life in those two years. But also, in messing up my life, I also knew that when I when I was ready to get married, I was ready. And I had no problem making that commitment. I had no problem saying that I lived my life in those two and a half years. Two, two and a half years. Not sure exactly how many. But I've always... Like I said, I've always just knew God was my very best friend. He would never let me down. He forgave me for everything, even though I should have known better. So, but when you're looking for love in all the wrong places, just remember, you only got one person that loves you, and this is an unconditional love. So, and I'm sorry. Now you got to. Now, since you all know her story, if it hadn't have been me and her praying for the right man, which apparently was me, I have no idea where I would be. I don't even know if I would even be alive. And, you know, I should have realized that earlier in my walk with God. But I did not because it's always in God's timing, like we always say. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my appropriated time to be saved was at 32 years old. Because I know without a shadow of a doubt the reason that preacher come to my house and talked to me on my front porch is sitting right beside me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because she wanted me so badly to have what she had with God. But I would always say, no, I don't need, I don't need this, I don't need that. And, you know, I can honestly say now that since we've been we've been walking with God and, and putting God first in our lives, I can't remember the last fight we even had. I mean, it's been that long. Not that we had that many people. Not that we had, but when we did, they were knock-down, drag-out fights, you know. I mean, I remember the time... She walked away and was going to divorce me over a car that I bought for 250 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so she was so mad at me that day. But but I just, like, hey, I tell me how you got out of that one. <laughs> 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 Lucky, that's it. Nope, nope. Bless. <laughs> but, you know, that's how God has actually changed my life and changed me because he has given me a, he's given me a heart to want to love on people. He's given me a heart to be generous, to where I was not generous. Mm -hmm. I was the most ungenerous man you'd ever met. Before, if Ron would have been, you know. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I mean, you know, that's how God has changed me. I went from a selfish, self-centered, egotistical. Yeah. Big A, capital A. That's it. Yeah. To trying to do what God wants me to do, trying to follow how God wants me to go, trying to keep my trying to keep my eyes focused on Him, so I can try to do what He wants me to do. 
Hmm. You know, the thing is now, I don't care what if, if I've got it, somebody needs it, there it is, take it. I don't care. Right. It's all yours. So, I mean, and that's, that's where I'm at right now. That's where God has taken me. He's taken me from that guy to the guy you see before you now. So let me make sure I get this straight. Rose, you had that rough two years, right? And you were praying, praying, praying that God would send you your perfect man, right? And then God said, uh, I can't do I, 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 I can't do that, but, but here's Bob. That's the way it works. God's got jokes. He's like, he's like Rose, you got your work cut out for you. Here he is. Mold him how you want. Before we go on to anything else, though, I just want to take a moment to say, and I, I mean this in the truest sense of my heart, God bless the people who run Bible studies. God bless the people who go to people's porches. God bless all of those people who share God's word and God's love and are God's example for kids who don't otherwise have direction and and don't know Jesus yet. God bless everybody who works with kids because it is so powerful. You'll hear over and over again from adults Maybe they didn't accept Jesus right then. Not everybody is as smart as Rose and expects to Jesus. No, no, no. Yeah, we know Bob's right there. (laughs) You listened, Rose. I'm giving you some credit. You had faith and you listened. But not everybody is reached at eight years old. You know, a lot of us have to do a lot more years of stupid things, apparently, before we get the picture. And I think that's okay, too. But God bless those people that plant the seeds. I and still remember every that. single one of them in my life. Miss Reed, Miss Nickerson, brother and sister Edwards, was, and brother Edwards is the one that got married us. He lived um, right down the alley from us. So From you when you lived in Claire. Who knows? Oh, yeah, I guess from, he did live on, on Monroe Street. On yes. Monroe Street. So, Never mind. So he See? lived right down the, the road. Property. <laughs> <laughs> I asked, or um, it was in, just by chance, he was out messing around and saw me and we talked and so he was the one that married us, and so he done all of a lot, a lot. I agree to, with Tisha and what she's saying and stuff too. And I think that that anybody and in, that includes you guys don't think because you just you know you're, you're working when well, you work in the kids' church too. But Ronnie, no. I, I know you're like no, not kids' church, <laughs> but you're there with the youth and. So you, say you still go on those trips that you really don't want to go right. on, but you do go on? Yeah, because like, I was just talking to um, to a teacher about, funny enough, or what Cole had talked about in the sermon, The Red Fern, and I remember, and I still have adult girl ladies now coming up to me, hugging me, and thanking me for reading that book in the fourth grade, because that was the only guy that showed up for them. And it was like for a semester, but it was every Thursday I went and I read read that book to the class, and it, it struck them so hard it dumbfounded me because I, you know, that's something that just just gets me is is I can't see not showing up for your kids. But regardless, you know, but I mean, those are the kind of things and those are the kind of imprints that you're putting in these kids all the time, and it's it's it touches them so deep. And when it now when you're doing it, it's involving God. It just it blows me away. It blows me away that I. You know, can get to sit there on every other Sunday and be and try and bring this to them. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying too, I also I often think to myself, and I'm like, I know God's got to have a, God obviously has a plan for my life because He put this woman in it, right? You know, and and, and everything in it. I, no way I can deserve anything He's ever given me, her included. You know, because that's just unfathomable to me. You know, even though that's a word, sorry, but um, <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it is. It's just. It's, it's, you know, you talk about, like, the patience of Job, and, like, she shows that. And, you know, we sat and had a conversation the, the other day, and I told her, you know, it was taking me, you know, I was 47 years old, days old, or whatever, you know, to, to realize that this whole journey, and now in my walk, I can look and see, because I never felt that unconditional love and didn't think I was apt enough and deserved it from God, God put her in my life to show that to me first. To realize that no matter what I had put her through or anything that I had done, that it could be that that it could be not gained, but it could be deserved. Mm-hmm. You know. But then it took that that men's conference and those three preachers pounding it in about being good enough, good enough to say, "God, I get it, I get it." But then it still took me three more years to realize that was why she was put in my life. Mm-hmm. is to show me that first, you know, and it's just such an amazing thing. I mean, and, you know, and, and all this from when we moved out here almost 21 years ago, we broke up on the way out here. That we did. <laughs> I mean, Mike, you agree with Mike? Yeah. I agree with Mike on that one. <laughs> we broke up in front of a McDonald's. Yeah, that's where we got back together. Oh, I'm sorry, we got back together. No, we broke up. Your older arms just brought you back together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did, you know. And it's one of those things to where it was like, she's like, "Well, you, you might as well stay here in California." And I was like, "I've made a commitment to you that I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you to Missouri. I've, I've told you that, and I'm a man of my word, and I'm gonna do that." And um, very awkward all the way to the Grand Canyon. Just saying. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so, so quiet. So bad. Can you imagine us being quiet on yeah. the rush? No, so bad. no. Yeah. Oh, so bad. Well, you know. <laughs> but then, like, my, my plan was okay, well, I'm, you know, I'm already, already quit a job, gave up a house, did all this stuff. I'm like, well, drop her off and I'm going to continue to North Carolina and I'm going to go back to wrestling and, you know, doing whatever I want to do and what have you. And, around the Grand Canyon, he had another plan for us, and in front of that McDonald's, you know, we were walking back, and barely speaking still, and she grabbed my hand, and said, I don't, this isn't what I want. Grand Canyon was a game changer. I think when you witness what God has done, sometimes the magnificence, you go, I get it, God, I'm, I'm so small. You know, sometimes you feel so big and then God reminds you how small you are or, and, or and how big through, he is. Yeah, and how so, everything you're going yeah. through is so huge. Yes. And it's, you know, that thing of... And it's just a speck when you think about your eternity. Yeah. yeah. But back to the Grand Canyon. So when she was hanging you off of the Grand yes. Canyon, I was like, please, yeah. <laughs> you want to keep acting like this? You want to keep acting like this? I think you need to talk to your Savior right now. Because <laughs> you ain't going down on a donkey. <laughs> well, this is the express lane. <laughs> Hope I can drive the U-Haul. <laughs> All right. Let's pull the needle off the record. Mm-hmm. Ladies' version. 
dots. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, Just words of encouragement. It doesn't have to be a zinger. Gotcha. I mean, Mike gives one every week, so it's not that much of a zinger. <laughs> Poor baby. He's, so, he's one of the funniest guys on the podcast. That's right. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> so for me on this, in thinking about it, God's loving kindness in my life is transformational, not transactional. Nothing I can do would ever earn what what God offers me and what God gives me. Oh yeah, there you go. Come on, ladies, follow behind that. I knew that was coming. I agree with Tisha. You got this one, baby. There you go. Final thoughts. Does the guys have one? Uh, go ahead, Bob. I'm just going to throw this out there. Behind every good man, there's a great woman because God has put her in your life. Think about that one. Uh, Mike? I, uh, stop fighting against the way God is trying to change you. Silent Ron? <laughs> you agree with Mike? I have the Bible never once said figure it out but over and over it says trust God he's already got it all figured out yes join us on our Facebook group give us some comments topic discussions questions whatever you want to hit us up about if you want to go long form with questions or topics, you can email us at brokenrecordministries at gmail.com. And until next time, Broken Record Ministry, catch you on the flip side.